They said they were coming for your children. Why wouldn't you believe them? Well, I mate, it's Madigan, recorded live from the world's most beautiful open-air prison, Sydney, Australia. First of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has recently subscribed to my channel. I'm only like 10 subscribers off hitting 100. Thank you very much. Maybe this episode is the episode that I earn your subscription. I certainly do hope so. Don't forget, you can find me on all of those platforms. All you got to do is search at the Brian Madigan. And if you're listening to the audio versions of this on Spotify or Apple, maybe, just maybe, you could give me a five-star review. I'd really would appreciate it. Now, what is safe for kids' entertainment anymore these days? It was revealed in a leaked uh, all-staff meeting from Disney that they had a secret not-so-gay agenda. So maybe you're thinking, you know what, we've still got YouTube kids because what's on there is the silly cartoons and silly lullabies and nursery rhymes, so it should be sweet, right? Well, unfortunately not. So, from the post-millennial, YouTube Kids steers kids to queer content through videos on pride, gender, and consent. In a recent thread, Alto Buttazzoni, reporter for PragerU, exposed how YouTube Kids is using their algorithm to introduce young children to the concept of queerness, the meaning of pride, multiple genders, and what it means to consent on its face, the concept of consent seems innocent enough. However, Butterzoni asks the important question, what exactly are they teaching children to consent to? This is a damn good question, which we will get to a little bit further on. YouTube Kids is marketed to parents as a contained environment that makes it safer for kids to explore on their own, with their website sharing that kids can find everything from their favourite shows and music to learning how to build a model volcano, model volcano or make slime. However, a deeper dive into YouTube Kids shows that the learning material they are exposing children to is much more sinister than parents may lead to be believed. With three categories for parents to choose from, ranging from preschool for kids aged four and under, younger for ages five to eight, and older for ages nine to 12, Butters only wanted to investigate what was being suggested to the kids aged 9 to 12? So here's his tweet thread. And he's basically saying, kids, YouTube Kids is grooming children LGBT propaganda. So he made an account. Creating an account under the older category, Butters only revealed that one of the first videos suggested to children is about kids meeting a gender non-conforming person. There's a popular channel called Queer Kids Stuff, which also is in the algorithm, for kids, the channel, which has over 25,000 subscribers, features drag queens, queer kids, such as Desmond is Amazing, and videos explaining every LGBTQ plus sexuality. So that Desmond kid, he's the um, kid who dresses up in drag and then performs in front of adults while taking articles of clothing off and receiving money. And he's a kid. And he was also on a video pretending to snort, snort ketamine. Who's teaching him that? Continuing. Uh, Butters only points out that one of the videos on this channel also surrounds consent. Now, look, like they were sort of saying, it's a good thing to teach kids about not letting strangers touch you or approach you, but that's what we used to call the stranger danger back in the day. And, you know, keeping your hands to yourself when it comes to your friends. 
and you know your your playmates at your kindergarten or whatever you know you just you don't lay your hands on each other uh consent is about giving permission to someone or something this is one of the most bizarre videos teaching children how to give consent what exactly are they teaching children to consent to he asked he goes on to share that the video is about kids toys and playing but there is a more sinister undertone given the cultural rise of maps Maps, or minor attracted persons, if you have watched a couple of my previous videos, I pointed out this uh, sinister plot by what I would call the QIA plus uh, segment of the LGBTQIA plus. They're the ones who are trying to uh, allow this group in, and the maps are actually winning. So MAPS or Minor Attractive Persons is a term that was created to de-stigmatise pedophilia. Per the creators of the, uh, the acronym, naturally many adults are concerned with this and the consent videos raises red flags due to the pedophiles trying to destigmatize young children consenting to the sexual advances from adults. And that is a very, very scary thing at the moment. Because when it comes to kids... There is a lot of governments here in the West, in the US, in Canada, right here in Australia, don't know about New Zealand, where they're basically saying that kids can, can consent to doing radical things to their bodies. And if you're a parent and you object to this, well, you could end up with fines, having your kids taken off you, and even jail time, which has happened in Canada. So don't say it's not going to happen. For example, activist Billboard Chris, who recently took a trip to UC Berkeley, unveiled how open these maps have recently become. So, uh, unfortunately, that tweet is not available to view, but basically they break it down for us here. So, quote, Do you think a 12-year-old can consent to sex with an adult? Chris asked a male student. The male student responds, Yes. How about we first talk about a 17-year-old and then maybe work our way down? The student immediately responded. Good Lord. My stance is, hang on, I just want to make sure. Yeah, this is still the student. Quote, my stance is I want to decouple age and consent. I think the two have no bearing with each other. The student continued. Why should we limit someone by their age? He finished. Because children are incapable of consent, you sicko. Okay, so leading us back to Butterzoni's thread where he feels that YouTube is using their kid-friendly app to introduce the idea that kids can consent. The term that has been popularised regarding this type of content is grooming. If we look at the definition of the word, the practice of preparing or training someone for a particular purpose or activity. Is this consent video for children simply a way to teach them the differences between yes and no or is this another example of how the LGBTQ community is indoctrinating children into believing they can consent? A horrifying thought for parents who simply wanted their children to be able to safely browse on YouTube kids. And this is a very, very sinister uh, certain faction of this LGBTQ community because I don't think the in, it's not the entirety of the community. It's only a small faction, but they are gaining popularity. They are gaining teeth as well they're sinking their teeth in and they're shaming and they're um terrorizing anyone who speaks out against us even me making this video i know straight away they're going to sit there and they're going to they're going to label me the phobe and i don't care 
It's something that I said early on in this video when they said they were coming for your children. Why wouldn't you believe them? They literally wrote a song about it. That is the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. That was back in July of 2021, I believe. And they, um, they deleted that, that uh, video. Jeez, I wonder why. I wonder why they did that. So again, circling back to the idea of consent. At the moment, there is this radical push to allow children who are now... Been sucked in with this social, what is it called? Social contagion of transing. You know, there's a, there's a little boy, and you know he doesn't exactly like you know the, the the atypical boy stuff. Maybe he just he likes he's a little bit more arty, or he's a little bit more, let's say, feminine. The idea now is that if that's the case. Well, he must be trans. And if he and and if 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 he's acting like that, well then we've got to put him on puberty blockers, we've got to put him on cross sex hormones, and good law, we're gonna to have to mutilate him and cut off his penis because he must be a girl. And if a parent objects to this, like I was saying earlier, well, then the children or the child must be taken away from them. And if the, if the parent objects even more, then jail time is coming their way. And again, don't say it hasn't happened. It has happened. And I know also from somebody very, very close to me that here in Australia, if you don't go along with it, you get investigated by the Department of Child Protective Services. They come knocking on your door asking, why aren't you transing your child? It's not as bad here in Australia yet. So let's go back to that term grooming. And this is textbook, like this fabulous account, Gays Against Groomers. If you haven't been following them yet, I strongly suggest you do follow them because they're doing, you know, they, they wouldn't say this, but I am. They're doing the Lord's work of trying to stop this insanity. So this is textbook predator play. This is textbook predator playbook. Have a listen to this person. If you need a family, you can come hang out with me. They may not see the real you, but that does not mean that you're not real. I love you very much. I'm going to go cry. <laughs> Yeah, so gays against groomers, as they point out here, separate the child from their family, turn the child against their family, say their family doesn't get them, swoop in as their new family, what's other, otherwise known as love bombing, say you are the only one who cares about them, and then destroy them. And that's what happens. It does destroy them. It destroys the child and it destroys the family. And somebody who knows all too well about this is... This young lady, her name is Chloe Cole. She's only 18. She's a female. Uh, she's a former trans kid. 
She was put on blockers at 13, a double mastectomy at 15. So she's now got no breast tissue. And she detransitioned at 16. Chloe's story is absolutely horrific. I highly recommend you go and have a listen to the interview that she did with Jordan Peterson and how disgustingly let down this poor girl was by the medical community. She went in because, as she said, she didn't exactly have the most feminine figure. She had sort of a, you know, a bit more of a, what you classically would call a sort of a tomboy figure. And she idolized people like Kim Kardashian, that that very curvy style of, um, of, of womanly type figure. And because she liked playing with the boys, she must have just thought, because she was on places like Instagram and Reddit and Tumblr and all that sort of stuff, where they suddenly, they, they, as soon as she sort of realised, oh, maybe, maybe I'm trans, maybe I should just be a boy. And that's when, they, that's when they sink their teeth in and they tell them, yes, of course you are. So she uh, went through all those procedures and I think she only had like two or three visits with a psychiatrist or a psychologist and they just started putting her on um, uh, hormone blockers and and cross-sex hormones, and then they cut her breast tissue off at 15. She'll never get that back. She'll never be able to breastfeed her child. Thankfully, Chloe is now speaking out about this. She is suing the people, and I hope she takes them to the cleaners, and this creates a wave, because the wave is coming, because there are now hundreds, if not thousands, of cases, mostly girls too, by the way, like Chloe, who are quote-unquote detransitioning from this nightmare. And she's also going out and speaking. And I just wanted to show you the, the, the level of uh, people who are coming out to, to protest her. And I apologise for the volume on this, but you've just got to hear it and see it to believe it. <laughs> That is the level of mental stability of the people who are coming out and protesting this girl who came out and said, what was done to me was horrific and they are savagely attacking her. So the question that I've got to ask myself when I see this stuff is, what is this all about? Why this sudden push? I'm sure you've noticed it, that there is this massive push to trans the kids. And let's be honest, let's call it for what it is. It's conversion therapy. Well, isn't conversion therapy when Catholics get the little gay boy or the gay girl and they try to make them straight? Well, this is conversion therapy too. Because you've got that little gay boy and he likes the feminine things and the overwhelming majority of the time It's in the high 90 percentile. Those kids, and if you leave them alone and you don't do this stuff to them, end up sticking with their assigned... God damn it, I almost... I just said it myself because their language is creeping in by their, their sex that they're born as. Their recognized sex. They will, they will just go back and totally uh, identify along those lines. And the majority of the time as well, they just turn out to be gay. Little gay boys and little gay girls. But what are you doing 
when you've got that little gay boy and he's sitting there going, I like the girl stuff, well, 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 then you must be a girl. Let's change you into a girl so then you can have heterosexual sex. Is that not conversion therapy and vice versa for the girls? But I think the more sinister thing about this is, is what happens to these kids? Well, you, you rip them apart from their family. They are now reliant on medical intervention for the rest of their lives. They have to continue, if, if it's the girls, they've got to continue taking all the hormones, the same with the boys. But for the boys, if they have what they call bottom surgery, the care that needs to go into that is ongoing. And they're basically just turned into patients for life where the big medical pharma companies can sit there and make millions and millions of dollars off them. And a lot of these kids won't be able to afford that stuff. So then you've got a party who comes out and says, free healthcare, free healthcare, free healthcare. So you've got leftist parties who are sitting there telling them, we'll give you free healthcare, who are then in bed with Big Pharma who are saying, you've got to use our drugs. This has got to stop. And the only people who can do that because me sitting here ranting on my channel, like I said, they're just going to label me the phobe, every single phobe, and I'm just going to be ignored because I'm straight and I'm white and I'm male. No, the people who are going to be able to stop this is the LGBT community. Those of you who are still sane and think it's wrong to sexually mutilate children. Man, this was a heavy one, wasn't it? But thank you so much for sticking around for this episode. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to uh, hit subscribe. Man, are we done? Yeah, we're done. (laughs) 